G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Remember when you were a child and you fell over and skinned your knee? The thing we needed most back then was the affection and the reassurance of one of our parents. And even now, when things happen, it'd be great to have a father's affection. God's our father, so do you think? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as we take another look today at the incredible father heart of God from a different perspective. One of the things that many men find a bit difficult to show is affection. Many of us grew up with fathers who didn't show us much affection, and so, well, you know how it is. It's what we learned. We imagine somehow that being a man, we're meant to be strong, and part of that strength is not to show any affection. Men aren't supposed to cry. Men aren't supposed to do this or do that. Now, hopefully that's changing a bit, but you kind of know what I mean, don't you? Often for a man, it's difficult to show affection. But children, children need affection about as much as they need mother's milk. Affection is what tells them that they're safe and that they're secure and that they're loved and that they're valued and that they're important. It's when children are shown affection that they grow up with a healthy sense of self, with a sense of confidence. That's why God puts kids into families, so that we'll love them and nurture them and keep them safe and show them love and affection. It's why kids need hugs. It's why they need words of encouragement. It's why they need to be told, yes, you can do this. Yes, you are beautiful. Yes, you are good. God gave kids parents for us to do that. And a huge, huge part of this safe, loving, nurturing family environment that kids are supposed to grow up in is affection. And when they don't get it, and many don't, the effects on their lives are devastating. So here's the question. Let me ask you this. If God is indeed a father, as Jesus told us he is, does he show affection? And if so, how does he show affection? A man by the name of Barry Adams wrote a book called Father's Love Letter. It's just a brilliant book, and like most brilliant books, it's quite short, just about 120 pages. And what he does is he goes through God's Word and pulls out the wonderful, warm and intimate things that God says about us, you and me, how God feels about us, how he sees us, and he puts them together in this one book. In that book, he takes us to Psalm 139, where God says, You may not know me, but I know everything about you. I know when you sit down and when you rise up. I'm familiar with all your ways. Now, we're going to talk a little bit more about that another day. But the point is that God's our dad. He was the one that knit us together in our mother's womb. He was the one that decided the incredibly complex combination of genes and DNA to make us who we are. And he is the one that chose every day of our lives for us. He's the most amazing father and his great and mighty father heart beats for us. And when we ache, he aches for us. When we laugh, he laughs with us. And you see that right through his love letter to us, this thing they call the Bible. 
I just want to pick out a small handful of the things that he says to us in that love letter. Because my hunch is that there are a few of us today who need to know beyond any shadow of a doubt that God, our dad, wants to put his arms around us and lavish his affection upon us. You know when I need God's affection more than any other time? When I've taken a hit, when I'm down low, when I'm struggling or tired or rejected. I mean, think about it. When a child falls over and skins its knee, the thing it needs most right at that moment is a mother or a father to throw their arms around the child, hold him or her close, and whisper comforting words in their ears. When a young child runs in a race at school or they try their hardest in the art competition and they miss out on the prize and their their lip quivers and the tears well up in their eyes, right at that moment they need a parent to step in and show them affection both in word and in deed. Affection at other times is really nice. I mean, I love it when my wife gives me a kiss or she cuddles me and she tells me she loves me. I love that. But it's when I've been through some disappointment or I'm tired or I'm dejected, that's when the soothing balm of her affection works its greatest healing in me, right? Well, have a listen to the affection that God has for us in those times. This comes from the New Testament, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all consolation, who consoles us in all our affliction so that we may be able to console those who are in any affliction with the consolation with which we ourselves are consoled by God. You see that? God himself pulls alongside us in our affliction in those times when we need him most. And at that time, we actually need to experience his love. We need to experience his presence. Some people shy away from that, this notion that the religion is something you understand with your head alone and that anything experiential isn't true Christianity. Well, that's rubbish because the Bible is full of experiencing God. It is full to overflowing with God's expressed desire to be there for us in our experience so that when we need his affection most, we can have it. Jesus just before he's about to be crucified, says to his disciples, you know, I'm going to send you another comforter, another one just like me who'll be with you forever. comes from John chapter 14, verse 15. And then he goes on to say, I will not leave you orphaned, for I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. Now, the point of saying that is that he's about to be crucified and these guys, these disciples, are going to fear for their lives. And then for a little while, they'll see him again when he's risen. But once he ascends into heaven, physically, they won't see him the way they had over the last three and a half years. They've been with him for quite a long time now. They've seen his miracles. They've heard his amazing wisdom. They've experienced his strength. And in a little while, he'll be gone. And so he says to them, I will not leave you orphaned. I will not leave you as little children without a parent to comfort you and guide you and teach you and keep you safe. I'm sending another comforter just like me, the Holy Spirit to be with you through all your trials and tribulations, the very presence of God in you so you can know and experience the affection and the comfort and the intimacy of God himself in your day-to-day life. 
In fact, so important is this that a little later in John chapter 16, verse 7, Jesus actually says to them, you know something, it is good that I'm going away, for if I didn't go, I wouldn't be able to send to you this new comforter. In other words, this new comfort of the Holy Spirit is even better than having me physically with you. Let that sink in. God's intimacy and affection through his presence in us as we believe in his son, Jesus Christ, is actually better than physically having Jesus here in the flesh. Why? Because the Spirit of God is with each believer every minute of every day, every step, every trial, every skinned knee, every loss and disappointment. The Spirit of God, the Comforter, just like Jesus himself, is in us and with us. And when we know that, when we put our trust in this Comforter, then we can and will experience the affection of Father God. Just think of this amazing provision that he's made for us. His comforter, his spirit dwelling in us when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Saviour. My friend, when we put our trust in what God says, then we can experience the very presence of God. We can experience his affection, his comfort, his arms around us, his words of assurance. That's God. It's who he is. God the Dad. God the Comforter. as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with God. So before I go, I'd like to tell you about our free daily devotional to help you be all that God made you to be. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free and delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or even watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. It's God's word fresh for you each day. To receive your free devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh e-devotional sign up right there for you. As a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to the website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address again, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.